Hey everyone out there, this is Mark Weiss. You're tuned in to CMS TV. Don't go anywhere, stay there. It is Chris Aiken back once again with another edition of Chris Aiken Presents. And um, I figured we would start the new year with the guy that's going to work the hardest in the new year. He works on everything and everything. He's got his own band. He's got his own label. He's got his own empire building over there. Uh, new music that just came out. He is a maniac when it comes to work. And we're going to talk all about the newest stuff that's coming from the Ron Keel Empire with the man himself, the Metal Cowboy, Ron Keel. Ron, how are you, man? I am fantastic. The Metal Cowboy reporting for duty. Great to see you. Let me be the last or among the last to wish you a happy new year. And it's great to be uh, connected with you on your show and all your other platforms. I am sporting the rock star beanie today, by the <laughs> way. This, this beanie has Bluetooth speakers built into that. it. So wow. you can stay warm and listen to music at the same time. And I've got you in this year, and I've got the new uh, Ron Keel Music, the fifth, Crashing Wayward, and much more in this year. So let's <laughs> rock, brother. Dude, where in the world did you find those? The the hat with the with the Bluetooth in them. That is awesome. <laughs> it's a Christmas gift from Renee, man. But it's awesome because it, it it literally the Bluetooth speakers built into the beanie. How cool is that? That is fantastic. <laughs> I have not seen that yet. That is something I need to invest in for sure. Because I'm always well, cold. <laughs> Christmas is coming. It's always coming. But at least it's a leap year. That's we get right. one more day this year to kick ass. That's and right. One more day. Before I am a year older, so I'm thankful for that. <laughs> well, what are you turning, man? 30? 31? Yeah, something like that, yeah. <laughs> I'm not good at math, Chris. <laughs> you know, I just, uh, man, 63 this year. We'll be wow. 63 this year and uh, enjoying the ride and glad to still be in the game. Absolutely, man. Well, you have the energy of a 30-year-old, that's for <laughs> sure. I mean, you are a busy, busy cat. Um Every time I turn around, there's something going on with RFK Media, whether it's, and we'll talk about all this stuff, but whether it's the um, new music from you, obviously, or from The Fifth, or from Crashing Wayward, the bands that you've signed to, to your record label to promote, or if you go outside of that to the radio world with, um, you know, Metal Shop. And I figure maybe that's the best place to start, is we'll start with the with Metal Shop, which has 
all of us old school people super excited. Charlie Kendall's Metal Shop returning and returning exclusively to you. You know, you and um, Corey Harker bringing it back. So let's start there, man. Talk a little bit about not only that coming back, but how that's going and how the interest has been. What a dream come true to be a part of this metal shop resurrection. And as you know, a lot of it's hard work, perseverance, uh, attention to detail, but so much of it, Chris, is just blind luck. And Charlie Kendall developed a friendship with our program director and tech guy, Corey Harker at KRFK Radio, and they became friends and literally metal shop landed in my lap. And this is the iconic 80s metal show of all time. I mean, it really put all of us on the map back in the day. Metal Shop was the MTV of radio. And to have Charlie Kendall in my camp and believing in what I'm doing and working with me and RFK Media and KRFK Radio is a dream come true. The show is on uh, a couple of times a week on KRFK, and now we're syndicating that show out. Of course, it's on your network as well. Right. And we're adding stations now and just trying to get the word out so that uh, as many people that hear this metal shop program, uh, it, it, it's it's all good. And I'm really thankful that metal shop is a part of our RFK media and KRFK roster. You know, and, and the thing is, I don't think I don't think the young kids understand how important radio was to us, not necessarily Charlie Kendall. I mean, we can talk about that all day. Yeah. But radio as a medium, you know, it's so, when you talk to somebody 20, even 30 years old, they don't know anything past, they might remember the old school days of their iPod. You know, they don't remember yeah. sitting up till midnight or whatever to hear their favorite radio show because they're going to play that kiss song for the first time or that keel song for the first time. I mean, it was a huge deal. And Charlie was for me, I, you know, I was just telling Corey, Corey Harker uh, the other day, I used to, it used to play on one Oh six, nine here in Cleveland, 10 o'clocks on Sunday. And, and the reason I remember that is because that's where I was at 10 o'clock on Sunday every Sunday to get my metal shop. And yeah, you know, it, it, and that day is gone, but man, Charlie has lost nothing. He really reminds me of that 15-year-old Chris, man. It's, it's a, it's it's a, a fantastic deal. program, and uh, we're, we're so proud to have it uh, as part of KRFK Radio and the RFK Media Empire, as you say. But it, radio was a big deal back then. There was nothing on demand. There was no internet. There was right. no uh, – these shows like Metal Shop, and even before MTV, Don Kirster's rock concert and right. some of those shows that we'd stay up till midnight to watch Kiss or Aerosmith mm -hmm. on these late night TV shows. That was our only way to get them in the media. You could find Circus Magazine, Hit Raider, and um, some of those magazines that, that would expose you to new artists and new bands and, and new metal. But uh, the world has changed and we're trying to change with it. But keep right. that vintage voice of Charlie Kendall that vintage attitude that every moment, every show is special, it's different, it's unique. And we're, you know, I know it's tough to tune in at a certain time every week. I'll, we've all gotten used to movies on demand and mm -hmm. music on demand. For, for me personally, as busy as I am, it takes, it takes me three weeks to watch a movie. Sure. I'll get on the treadmill and I'll start watching a movie uh, at, on my iPad and 
I'll get distracted by a phone call or business, or I can't even focus on the movie itself. Uh, and it, it's it, it's very difficult, even with the on-demand world that we live in. Uh, there's something to be said for that. Saturday night at seven mm-hmm. Eastern, tune in to KRFK Radio and hear the premiere of this week's Metal Shop. And I enjoy that aspect of it. We want to do whatever we can to bring that product and our other products, the music, the the radio station, the program, Streets of Rock and Roll and Metal Shop to as many people on demand as possible. Because I know how difficult it is to, to set that hour aside. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we were kids, we had nothing better to do, man. You know, we had <laughs> we we didn't have uh, uh, all of the distractions or advantages or disadvantages that the modern audience has. And we're trying to roll with it and stay current, but keep that vintage voice, that vintage right. vibe alive. Right, and it's definitely working. I mean, I mean, I I say this all the time, Ron. The one thing that on demand has done is taken so much of the specialness away. You know, I mean, think about it. what's the best concert on YouTube can't even think of one off the top of your head because it's just there yeah but you can certainly remember what you you remember that show that you watched of i don't know twisted sister live in 84 on mtv because it was special and you had to stay up to watch it on saturday night at 10 o'clock or whatever you know it the commitment made it more special and i and i i'm the i'm feeling that again with with metal shop is, you know, I mean, I obviously get the files from Corey because it's on my network, but I still listen every week, you know, as a fan, I, I make a point to hear it and it's still special to hear it and hear, hear, you know, like last week, the last week's show that I heard was the one with the live stuff, all the live. Yeah. And that was so cool listening to here's Motley Crue vintage from 83 and here's Metallica from, I think it was like 85 or something. It was so cool to hear that. It was. And to hear that episode and the excitement was there. Not, not necessarily the bands. The bands are always excited, but Charlie, Charlie, there's something about his professionalism as well as his excitement. That is just cool. Yeah, and you and I grew up in that era of where, where radio giants walked mm-hmm. the earth, Wolfman Jack, yeah. uh, Casey Kasem, and so forth, where th- these voices were iconic, and Charlie Kendall is in that Hall of Fame uh, ranking, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, his voice, his delivery, his experiences, he, he has been a part of rock history for decades and he brings all that to the table with the enthusiasm the voice and the love of what he does it's just amazing that uh we can enjoy metal shop again new episodes and fresh metal and and the vintage stuff on krfk your network and all the other stations that are picking up metal shop charlie kendall's metal shop and uh really really thankful for that opportunity hats off to charlie absolutely man well dude let's move forward to the I'll call it the harder to sell, but but probably more exciting. <laughs> let's move let's move forward to to the new music that you're working on, and not you necessarily. We'll get there in a minute, but let's let's start with Crashing Wayward, man. It's an incredibly tough time for anybody to sign anybody and get people to listen. For as much as it's great that it's all on our devices, it's also awful that it's all on our devices because everything's on our devices you know you have to convince somebody you have to convince somebody that your song is somehow better to give 30 seconds to 
than the other 7,000 songs that came out today. So talk a little bit about that challenge and why you chose like Crashing Wayward and The Fifth as as your first two non-heel guys to work with. Starting with Crashing Wayward, uh, I, I felt that it was a band and an album that could really make a difference and change that musical landscape. I heard the record and the song that uh, we, we've just released as the new single in video, Stranger Days, was the one that this song wrecked my day. And I haven't felt that so many times in my life or my career. I remember February 1964, seeing the Beatles on Ed Sullivan. Right, right. I remember seeing Rat round and round on MTV. You know, there, there's moments that are life-changing and cultural, culturally changing. I haven't felt that, and I, or I hadn't felt that in a long time until Stacy Blades from Crashing Wayward sent me a mix of Stranger Days. And I played their previous two singles on my show to support sure. them because I love the music, they're my friends, and all that. But Stranger Days came across my my desktop and I listened to it and I'm putting the radio show together. Okay, this week, you know, and you know how it is, you're putting together a show, mm -hmm. you got the playlist, you got these songs, you got the voiceover, you got all the stuff and the production elements, and you're in a hurry, you got to get the show done, right? You, you're pushing a deadline and the show's got to be done by X by 3 p.m. so we can get on the air. And right. I'm listening to this song. And it just wrecked my day. I hit the space bar and I played it again. And I listened to it. <laughs> and I hit the space bar again. And I just listened. I, and I, I texted Stacy Blades that day. I said, dude, you wrecked my day. You know, I can't do anything. <laughs> and to this day, Chris, even still now, now that we've released the single and I'm seeing it on YouTube and the video is out and I'm hearing it on the radio and I'm promoting it, the song is with me 24 seven. Right. Uh, it's just such a great song. And I didn't realize at the time what it was to me, it's all rock and roll, you know I mean? Right, sure. And now we have these sub genres of this metal and that metal and this kind of rock and that kind of rock. And to me, it, it defied all of those boundaries and was just a great rock song. I didn't know much about modern rock or alternative rock. Right. I think as far as alternative, everything is an alternative to everything else, right? I mean, you know, right. if you want an alternative to spaghetti, you could have steak. I mean, but if they're all, everything is alternative. Right. And so I didn't really even understand the musical direction. I just knew that it was really special and great. And then I started talking to the guys. I went out to see them in uh, Las Vegas. I uh, saw them three times last year live, and every time was blown away. The front man, Peter Summit, is a true iconic rock star in every sense of the word. Along the lines of, as far as I'm concerned, Paul Rogers, Freddie Mercury, the guys I grew up idolizing, this guy's got it and all of that and more. And uh, so I, I told him, I said, uh, I, I, don't, I don't really understand what you're doing here. I love it. <laughs> right. I, I can't afford it. <laughs> I don't have time for it, but I want it. And they right. said, okay, let's sign with RFK Media. So here we are with our second single, and these guys are heading out on the road in February across the country to, to play some big shows. They've just signed with Jimmy Warren for management. Okay. And the new single has come out. 
today as we speak and record this interview, Stranger Days at CrashingWayward.com. Very cool, man. And then the other band, let's, um, by no strangers to, to anybody who listens to, to us, uh, the fifth are just getting better and better. And, and I mean, I got to start with Roy. That dude's yeah. voice is ridiculous. I mean, it's ridiculous that it sounds like he did in 1980, whatever, when, when we heard cold sweat for the first time. What what a talent, and boy, he has really assembled a great band. And I don't know if it's him or if it's the band or you're involved or what, but whoever's writing that music, fantastic. I love it's it. It's like anything in life or business or music or whatever, Chris. It's a combination of factors. It's not one thing, but Roy is the focal point and the central piece of that puzzle. But it's a it's a combination of factors: the musicians, the songs, the chemistry. And I tell you, I thought that I had seen and heard everything that a four-piece hard rock uh, classic arena type rock band could do until I saw the fifth. I, I did some shows with them uh, a little over a year ago and saw them for the first time. And there is really something special and unique there, not just with Roy up front, because he is the mouth of the South and he <laughs> is larger than life in more ways than one. But the band as a whole, that combination of factors that that the fifth delivers is really special. This, of course, there's one, always one big red flag, or not red flag, but a white flag, whatever color flag, <laughs> that goes up and says, okay, I surrender, right? It, with Crashing Wayward, it was that song, Stranger Days, that I just described. With the fifth, it was... Shake Little Sister, a video right. that they did with their previous label for their EP that was released a few years back. And I saw the video for Shake Little Sister, and it was obvious, undeniable that, uh, man, this is this is really special. I reconnected with Roy on the Monsters of Rock cruise in 2020. We had known each other for 40 years uh, sure. since the cold sweat days, but we really reconnected at that point. I brought him up on stage to sing Right to Rock with us on the Monsters of Rock cruise. And, you know, we really rebonded at that point. And my partner in RFK Media, Aaron Fisher, uh, is in the Carolinas. They spend a lot of time together. And okay. he's kept a very close finger on the pulse of what Roy Cathy and the Pitt have been doing the last few years. They've accomplished so much. Opening for Foreigner and Nickelback and uh, so many great national acts releasing some great independent product. And uh, it was at that point, it was, okay, let's sign these guys. And uh, we have, and I hope that you will have me back on the show soon because we are sure. just on the cusp as 2024 kicks into gear, some really big announcements okay. for new artists, nice. new projects, new products, that we're going to be announcing as early as next week, but Roy Cathy is involved okay. in one of these other projects. And I, I know everybody these days has their side projects or whatever. As far as I'm concerned, the fifth is Roy Cathy's band. That's, that's our primary focus. Sure. But uh, we have some other new artists and projects we're signing. And uh, of course, uh, always biting off more than I can chew, but <laughs> uh, with my, my new album, Keel world. And, right. Uh, a couple of other singles and projects and albums and bands that just really deserve the attention. Uh, and uh, we're really proud to uh, 
to be able to to be a part of their ascent and also my metal cowboy album sure. re-releasing on january 26th digitally and on all the the digital and streaming platforms this album has been unavailable on spotify itunes etc since we parted ways with dave ellison's label emp amicably an amicable yeah. party but uh they've released the metal cowboy reloaded album in 2018 on emp and it's been unavailable since then. RFK Media is relaunching that project with a couple of new videos to back it up Great. in January 26th. So not only are we signing new acts, new projects, new singles, new songs, new albums, new videos, new books, new <laughs> everything, but we are also trying to reacquire some of my previous catalog and reissue Great. that properly, as well as the EP from the BIP, which uh, contains Shake Little Sister and that, that song that sold me on the band. Sure. We've acquired the rights to that, and we'll be re-releasing the fifth EP with Shake Little Sister as well within the next couple of months. Lots going on at rfkmedia.com. All right. Well, let's. Uh, why don't we do this? Let's play the new video for the new uh, fifth song, the fifth, uh, Starlight. Um, tell me about this about this video to lead into playing it. The video itself is absolutely incredible. A cinematic experience written and directed by Jaden Frost. This guy's big time. Uh, we couldn't afford him, but we we paid him anyway. <laughs> so, but, I mean, and this thing was shot on location in the haunted forest at Panic Point in North Carolina with a lot of great special effects, a lot of great attitude. And the song did appear on our Live the Rock album that we right. released last year, the compilation album, Live the Rock from RFK Media, 15 songs by 15 artists we believe in. And we they went back and remixed the song with their producer, Chris McClernand. Got to give Chris a big plug on this. He is uh, also a member of Saigon Kick and Cold Sweat. Right. And Chris McClernand went back and remixed, added a bunch of guitar stuff, tweaked the vocals with Roy, and really kind of reimagined this track with a new production standard that basically kind of a Chris showing us, here's what I can do for the fifth. And once we heard it, obviously Chris McClernand is the guy to produce the new album from the fifth. This is the first single off that new album called the album is called we are one. And the first single starlight features that new production, that new mix from Chris McClernand and all the video pizzazz from writer director Jaden frost uh really excited about this video and you can find it online at rfkvideos.com and right here on chris aiken presents all right well let's check it out right now this is the fifth and it is starlight right here as ron said on chris aiken presents
Right back here on Chris Aiken Presents. That, of course, was the fifth. Uh, one of the many, many great things going on over at RFK Media. But when we talk about RFK Media, we have to start with the RFK part of it, the Ron fucking Keel part of it. <laughs> we have to talk about that. New music from Ron. I'm going to tell you guys now, put away your metal cards for a little while because this is definitely not Ron being the metal cowboy. This is just Ron being the cowboy. This is that's Ron's putting one arm behind his back, the metal one, because <laughs> it's definitely the cowboy one. New song, and I texted you this, and I'm not ashamed to say it. This new song, The Last Bottle on Earth, might be my favorite song you've ever done. The most emotion that you've ever done in a song. It's such a cool song, but it's not metal. It's definitely reaching deep into your cowboy roots or your clap or country roots or whatever we, we want to call it, but a fantastic song. And I'm going to say lyrically the deepest I think you've ever written. So wow. you tell Thank us you. about that. Thank you, Chris. And lyrically, yeah, it there's, there's a deep meaning to this song musically, as we start with the genre and put away your metal cards and all that stuff, yeah. as you mentioned, I really patterned, the musical approach after one of my favorite Judas Priest songs, Before the Dawn. When I had Hellbent for Leather in high school, and I'd listen to that record, you know, I'd just flip it over and play the, the vinyl, you know, just over and over again. Before the Dawn, and Tony Harnell did a great cover of that a couple years back, but that song, that lonely ballad with no drums, no bass, no instrumentation really, so to speak, uh, was was always a favorite track off Hellbent for Leather from Priest. So musically, I patterned it after that. I thought about bringing in the band to to cut, you know, all the instruments. I thought about bringing doing a, a an electric solo like Before the Dawn, where it's got all this uh, ballad acoustic kind of stuff, and then they come in with that electric guitar solo. I thought about doing that. Uh, I thought about bringing in a string quartet to back me up, but really. Sometimes less really is more, and the song ended up being the way it is. It, you know, it, I, I wouldn't classify it as a country song, but the, the story behind it is a friend of mine who's a great guitar player uh, here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, my adopted hometown, Dale Hennings, reached out to me and said, hey, Ron, I want to write a song with you. Let's write a song called The Last Bottle on Earth. And, you know, Dale knows that I like to take a drink now and then, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> and I think he was contemplating writing some kind of rowdy drinking song about the last bottle. We're going to, we're going to, but the, the title of the song hit me like a ton of bricks, man. And I thought if today's the last day, if this is my last song, if this is my last moment, I want to enjoy everything about it. I want to live every day, every moment, as drink it up as if it were the last bottle on earth. So the, the bottle became a metaphor for life and real love. Right. And uh, at, at, the end, at the end of the line, I want to be the man you deserve. And uh, who doesn't want to be loved like that? I think there's something in this song that obviously resonated with you. Sure. That uh, whether you're a metalhead or redneck or anything in between. I think there's something about this song that if you give it a fair listen, will 
strike a note or a chord within your heart or within your soul. The reason it's the first single is pretty simple. Uh, I was doing it in my acoustic shows mm -hmm. for the last, God, year and a half or so. I would put it in the show, and I got such an amazing response to that song. And I started getting text messages and Facebook messages, and people would call the venue where I'm playing. And said, we're running late. Don't let him play the last bottle on earth until we get there. <laughs> wow. And, and then people started reaching out, wanting the song in their wedding. And I said, well, let's, it's almost done. You know, that let's go ahead and finish it. Let's put the acoustic guitar solo, which I played all the, all the guitars myself on this. Uh, let's go ahead and finish it and put it out because it's already been you know, given to so many fans and friends. It's on my Patreon. The video and the single have been on my Patreon page for months now, sure. patreon.com slash Ron Keel. They, they see and hear everything first. So for them, this isn't new news. Sure. But the song itself is, is it's a personal statement. I know I'm playing with fire, trying to sell a new record called Keel World. And the new album is hard and heavy. We've got new music from Ron Keel Band with thunderous drums and screaming guitars and screaming vocals and party songs. And we've got new music from Keel, Steeler, Iron Horse, all that. So for this song to be the first single, whether it backfires for me as a marketing move or not, I don't know. But uh, I wanted to go ahead and put it out to start the new year and to let everybody know the new album's on the way. And hopefully the metalheads, like me, and I'm a metalhead too, uh, stick around for what comes next and treat this as my Before the Dawn. If Priest had released Before the Dawn as the first single off Helmet for Leather, man, <laughs> all hell would have broke loose. So right. it's, it, maybe it's not the best marketing move for me. But right now, Chris, I'm not, I'm not so hell-bent on... YouTube views or Spotify plays, man. I just want to share music with people. And this is a special song. Yeah, it is. And you know, it's interesting, man, as we get older, I think we start appreciating songs without as much punch in the teeth, you know, versus what I'm not saying we don't still love that stuff. I'm yeah. just saying as we get older, songs with lyrical meaning, let, let me speak for myself and then you can say if you agree or not, but for me, songs with lyrical meaning mean way more than they used to. Back in the back in the eighties, you know, I was fine with Motley Crue. She goes down, dumb songs yeah, about yeah. <laughs> drugs and rock and roll, you know. But now, when I'm listening to stuff, I like to listen to stuff and hear this, and makes me think about like that last bottle on Earth. Like anybody that's going, you know, getting older, I'm starting to evaluate mortality, and as I start to more evaluate mortality i listen to songs like this and i'm like hmm that sort of jives with just where my brain is sometimes yeah. you know I, I just think it works that way as we get older and i think it's a this song for you is one of those songs that's really going to get not only it's one of those that's for sure going to be loved by ron keel fans but i think this is one that anybody that grew up in our era can really appreciate because we're all kind of going through that that aging process, you know, on the upper scale of it now, instead yeah. of at the beginning where we used to be. Uh, yeah, it, it is tough, man, because uh, because some of the lyrics and every line means something. Uh, 
I learned that from country music, from my forays into country music and country songwriting, that there are no throwaway lyrics. Every line, every word's got to mean something. It's got to come from the heart. Even though songs like The Right to Rock or Wild Forever, these these anthems that I've written in the past, uh, echo that same sentiment. They speak to my my true feelings. This is who I am. This is what I feel. This is what I want. This is what I do. Uh, but the uh, the fact that uh, the line, if we live in the past, we'll die in the past. I stole that from Mike Ditka. You know, uh, <laughs> right. And that, that's a quote from a Mike Ditka interview. If we live in the past, we'll die in the past. And I know so many of us these days, and I'm not disparaging any of our fans that miss the old days and oh that was the good old days it was Ugh. great back then man dude my my windshield is this big my mm -hmm. rearview mirror is this big and i right. i try man i i, I try and I, I value my experiences the 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 wondrous um, amazing life that i've had in this career but man i've got to i've got to work for tomorrow i can't i can't be that old guy like you saw the those old black and white movies where it's like Elizabeth Taylor or something in a in a in a wheelchair watching her movies from back when she was sexy. You know, yeah. I'm not that guy, man. You know, I'm living for today, right now, this moment, this next song, this next gig, this next experience, this next adventure. And I don't disparage anybody for wanting to go back to the good old days, but it wasn't so good for me. Yeah, I had world tours with Bon Jovi, Motley Crue, Van Halen, Aerosmith. I'm on the charts. I'm on the cover of the magazines. I'm all over MTV. But it really was. It was that was my that was me going to college. Mm -hmm. It's like reliving your college years. They were great, right? I mean, <laughs> I never went to college. You know, I dropped out of high school, so that was my college. Right, uh, going through all those tours and experiences that I just mentioned, and I graduated, and now I have the right and the uh, obligation to enjoy my life and to live my life and express myself however I feel necessary. And uh, so I hope that the metal fans will take it in stride, kind of treat this song as their, or, or as my uh, before the dawn and realize that there's some really heavy shit coming down the pike very soon from Ron Keel band, Keel, Steeler, Iron Horse. This is going to be a, a very powerful record in a lot of ways. But Heal World, this this new album, which is uh, I'm not quite ready to, to announce my retirement yet. But you you'll be the never retire. You are never retiring. You'll be who the first you, to know, Chris. You'll be the first you to know. Fooling? You are retired, dude. But, you are going to be Phil Collins. You're going to be the guy that they wheel out to the stage. I don't think so, man. I don't you think will. So. No way. I don't think are you so. Retiring? When it's time to announce the retirement, I'll talk to you. Uh, I'll talk to you again before that. But, yeah. Uh, I think this might be my last album. I mean, this might be my, and I'm treating it as such. Okay. I think you have to treat every everything as if it's. Uh, the last bottle on earth, so to right. speak. This is my statement and a reflection of, of my career, which includes all of my friends and family from throughout my entire career. I mean, we've got Rick Box from Steeler and Mitch Perry and Ron Keel and Dwayne Miller on a new Steeler track. Nice. We've got Mark Ferrari, Brian J, Dwayne Miller, Gino Arce from Keel on a brand new Keel song. 
uh, Iron Horse. We've got country music on this record. Man, I, I'm not going to try and hide or mask that. There are some Ronnie Lee Keel songs on this new album as well. Uh, there's There are a couple of songs that were written by my buddy John Edwards, who uh, is my favorite songwriter of all time. John writes for Jason Aldean. Okay, wow. And Jason, there's a couple of songs that Jason passed on that I felt were perfect for me and for Iron Horse. Okay. So we're, we're cutting those as well. Uh, a song called Guitar in the Grave. Oh, my God. A song called... Uh, well, I, I don't want to give too much away. Faster yeah, Horses. Get... Faster Horses is a new Ronnie Lee Keel song. So there's a lot of stuff on this record. I guarantee you that the hardcore Ronnie Keel fans are going to understand where it comes from. The metalheads are going to skip through the country shit to get to the Steeler <laughs> and the Keel. <laughs> right. I get all that. But I'm making this album for myself because that's what we started to do 50 years ago, man, we wanted to share music with, with our friends and family. And I'm the same guy that I was in high school trying to get people's attention, whether it's with an Eagle song or a Black Sabbath song. I just want to get your attention. So, I mean, I'm, I'm the same guy that I was back then. I'm just not afraid to show it at this point in my life and my career. Right on, man. Well, dude, why don't we uh, wrap this one up? We'll play um, We'll play some of the video because if they want the whole video, they can go out there to YouTube and give you those clicks. But we'll play a piece of the video here for um, The Last Bottle on Earth. And before we do that, though, go ahead and um, we'll sit back for the next 10 minutes and let you do the plugs. So plug away, sir. Only one plug, ronkeel.com. Well, maybe two, ronkeel.com. My one-stop shop for everything, all the social media videos, tour dates, everything, uh, rfkmedia.com for me and more. All of our other artists, krfkradio.com. Free mobile apps. The radio station is exploding. Everybody's listening, and we're really happy about that. And uh, the tour kicks off April 6th at the Whiskey in Hollywood. Uh, well, actually, we have a couple of shows before that. Ron Keel Band kicking things off here in Sioux Falls in my hometown on uh, March 16th with a big St. Patrick's Day show. But really, the tour kicks into high gear at the Whiskey in Hollywood on the 40th anniversary of the first Keel show ever. That was, oh, wow. was April, that was April 7th, 1984, when Keel debuted at Perkins Palace in Southern California. So 40 years almost to the day later. I mean, we'll go on at midnight. So it will be actually. Uh, April 7th, when we're on the stage celebrating the 40th anniversary with Ron Keel Band at the Whiskey. I can promise you all the Keel hits. We're going to play music from Steeler, Black Sabbath, new Ron Keel, old Ron Keel. We're going to cram everything we can into that show at the Whiskey and all the shows to follow heading to Colombia for the first time ever. Nice. Latin America. I've never been there. Bucket list thing for me. Nice. Got big shows in Colombia on May 11th and 12th. Full band shows uh, uh, in Colombia at a big festival convention there. And then the following week in Brazil. I think I'm safe to announce this yet. Uh, we haven't, they haven't announced online, but the deal is done. I'm going to Brazil for two shows in Sao Paulo. Oh, and great. I don't have the dates in front of me, but it's the following week, May Whatever. I don't know. Uh, Look on Yeah, exactly. Uh, as soon as I can put those dates uh, in writing on ronkeel.com, I will. Uh, but we are 
we're going to be very busy for the next year and a half, uh, plugging away at all this stuff and signing some new artists to RFK Media. A big, big new signing coming probably next week, okay. which you're going to be excited about. All the metalheads and the hardcore fans, Keelaholics and all the Keel fans will be excited about this new album release coming from RFK Media, which I can't mention yet. The contract is signed. Nice. Done deal. Done deal. But we have not yet prepared the press release and all the, the back-end stuff that goes along with making that big announcement, hopefully on Monday. So uh, just a lot, lots going on, man. And I, I appreciate your support, your time, your fans, your friends, your listeners and audience uh, coming along for the ride. Thanks for giving me an opportunity to express myself and, and for your friendship and for your love of the music and uh, everything that you bring to my life and, and our, our, our business and our music. And a lot of people don't know this behind the scenes. Chris Aiken presents a lot more than just this show. Chris Aiken <laughs> right. presents a lot of stuff that I do and that we do. He's been a mentor to me in uh, both radio and uh, modern technology, uh, friendship, all the other stuff that, that we do behind the scenes and behind the, the camera. Uh, I can't thank you enough, Chris, for your friendship, all your help and support. And, uh, I'll see you next time with some more big Absolutely. announcements. Very good. Well, let's give people a big taste of the new single, uh, The Last Bottle on Earth. It is Ron Keel. And uh, Ron, thanks so much for joining me here on Chris Aiken Presents. I want to drink you up Like you're the last bottle on earth I'm going to fill you with all of my love And I'm gonna take some time At the end of the line To be the man you deserve And I'm gonna take you up Like you're the last bottle on earth It was good while it lasted 